What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, Cleveland, Ohio. On the commute, we're talking real estate, commercial, residential, multifamily apartment buildings, buying, selling, leasing, property management, construction management, and consulting, uh, and development. So we're uh, continuing on with uh, marketing to develop um, a 20,000-square-foot uh, historic theater, retail, and apartment uh property in the near west side of Cleveland. So if you're out there looking for a development opportunity, we're getting some renderings, we're getting the final business, uh, well, let, let's say the uh, final draft of the business plan um, that uh, we have um, when after we've brainstormed and um, uh, put some ideas to what the space can be redeveloped for, uh, we're thinking performance space for dance, we're thinking food hall, we're thinking um, uh, smaller apartment studio apartments, one bedrooms and two bedroom apartments on the second floor, and 500 to 1,000 square feet of uh, retail space on the ground floor. So in an up and coming neighborhood, in my opinion, and, um, you know, give us, give us a call. Uh, myself, 440-941-3692. I'll put that in the notes or on Instagram, uh, Mike Mendoza 216 So <coughs> still excited about that, but our brokerage business um, carries on. We're in the middle of February. We haven't had a closing yet in 2020. Uh, well, I'll take that back. We had a closing of a um, lease agreement uh, in the beginning of the year and um, got to uh, get my commissions together. Um, I still haven't audited my 2019 commissions, so I got to sit down with my broker to do that. And then also um, uh, up, upcoming commissions. So keep up on your commissions, keep up with the process. Um, currently just marketing, working for um, the, the commissions that we're going to be earning in the next two to three months. What you do today carries over into the next two to three months on um, uh, return. So what you what you're doing today is what is going to provide fruits of your label labor within two to three months. So coming back with another segment here. We'll see you then. What's up? Segment two, fast real estate. Mike Mendoza, Cleveland, Ohio, on the commute, talking real estate. Um, just wanted to do a quick segment uh, on uh, targeted ads on uh, some social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, tw uh, Twitter, and um, Instagram. So I, I'll, in full disclosure, I've never uh, paid for ads on these platforms. I'm just looking into them. So if you want to comment, call in, um, or DM us. Uh, we're at uh, Mike Mendoza216 on Instagram and my cell phone number 440-941-3692 um, or just comment on this uh, podcast on what you feel if you're, in, especially if you're in the commercial real estate world, um, what is working best for you, what gives you the best ROI, now, you know, for those of you who don't use um, targeted ads, this is what I've learned so far that, um, you know, there's organic reach, 
where you post something on a platform, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and it goes uh, into people's feeds for free. Um, So that could be in your local marketplace. It could go out nationwide. It could go out international. So those aren't targeted it's called you know it's organic where people are just you're just throwing the net out there and seeing what falls into the net sometimes you'll get business from that sometimes it's not what i've heard from different podcasts and youtube channels of um, influencers in this area that linkedin is um, best right now for organic reach Um, you could put an ad out there and it's going to reach the most people for free but you might not be reaching your target audience. If uh, the example of us in Cleveland, Ohio, greater Cleveland area, if we put, uh, if I put an ad out there looking for um, business owners or property owners looking to sell their commercial real estate, um, somebody could see it and engage with it, but they might be in St. Louis and they might not have property in Cleveland. So, but um, you never know. So free is free. Uh, I would do that as much as possible, and and we're trying to do that, or I'm trying to do that, is um, post as much content as possible on uh, on my highest priority is LinkedIn, but then Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and um, also, uh, uh, where else, Uh, you know, anywhere I, I can post this content too so um but um you know so that that's number one but number two if we create a targeted ad trying to target specific people there are ways to do that you know all the way down to the minutiae um i don't know exactly how that works you know i'm i'm assuming well what i've seen so far as you target a zip code um in a local area a radius of that zip code let's say or a radius of your current location at the time you're doing the ad and then you can um, uh, select criteria so you can select uh, people who live in that area instead of people who are just passing through because you know they'll um, when you're on your Facebook and you have location services turned on it knows that you're even if you're from Portland Oregon and you're in Cleveland that that ad w- or would go to you because your location is showing that you're in Cleveland. So um, for real estate, uh, we may or may not want to do that. Um, again, I don't know how much it uh, costs to uh, reach these people. I don't, I don't know if it's um, uh, on a cost uh, per uh, person basis or per account basis where you pay more if, it's, if it reaches more or gets on people's pages. So, you know, again, that's what I'm learning. Uh, give us a shout if you have some. But you, you can target then um, age ranges, male, female, um, and then what they call, I guess, uh, affinity likes, where if somebody likes, um, let's say, an entrepreneurship uh, or Forbes magazine, then, um, you know, they are likely to be a uh, to have some affinity with your ad or somebody who likes um, commercial real estate uh, a commercial real estate page on Facebook or or LinkedIn 
then um, you know they are more likely to be your target audience. So you can, you can get down and uh, you know experimenting, just doing it. Um, everybody I've talked to, um, they get very good quality leads and for a lesser cost than print uh, ads or traditional marketing through radio, television, stuff like that. Some, but uh, what they did warn me was that some targeted ads don't yield a good return, and then uh, another targeted ad will yield um, and make up for that loss on the first ad. So for example, you know, you put a person, real real estate agent put in an ad and got one lead that didn't lead to a closing, but then their next ad led to 20 leads and led to three closings. So, you know, uh, was that worth it? Uh, probably. So what I've been hearing is that just try it, experiment it, don't give up. Um, you know, uh, it's not the platform's fault if you're not getting leads. It may be your ad, your copy, your uh, video, how you address um, uh, the audience in your content. You know, it could be video. It could be just a, uh, a page flyer type thing. Um, so um, I'm, I'll be updating you on uh, the progress of this and um, give you hopefully some good insights to help your business. So with that, I'm going to leave this segment. We'll come back with a third segment uh, here soon. What's up? Mike Mendoza, Fast Real Estate Services, Cleveland, Ohio, on the commute. Talking real estate, part three in this episode. Um, Just recapping the week. It's interesting. you know, in, in this business, there's there's always going to be new agents, brokers, or what have you. And um, what's interesting about the real estate brokerage business is that um, it's very easy to get into. And, uh, you know, you take, uh, well, in Ohio at least, you take a class. And if you do it um, consecutively, full-time, you can get through the classes in like three three to four weeks and then take your test and then you have your license so the barrier to entry is really not that high um costs like fifteen hundred dollars to take the classes and 60 bucks to take the test and and then so on and so forth so you know but it is a business um you are uh you own your own business and you have to create your own revenue and you have to spend money to create that revenue but at any rate um, my point is is that there's a lot of new people coming into this business uh, every day and so uh, but the statistic is I think um, at least in this area here in Ohio um, I heard the statistic is 70 to uh, probably a little bit more 73 percent of agents do not continue um, maintaining their license after the first year. So barrier of entry is low. Everybody gets into it and then they get out of it because they, number one, there's two main reasons. One, they, they don't realize that this is a, uh, you're starting your own business and money just doesn't fall out of the sky. You have to work for it. You have to spend money in marketing and effort and other tools. Um, subscriptions to MLS services and listing services and so on and so forth. So um, that's one reason why. The other reason um, is that uh, 
you know, they just don't enjoy it. They, they see the, um, uh, glamour, I guess, on TV of, uh, a million dollar deal going down and, you know, that agent getting, uh, 3% of that. So, uh, it's just, uh, not, uh, you know, it doesn't, unless the people who are making money in this business consistently have worked hard, have put in sacrifice and, um, have gotten lucky along the way too, but, um, they built that business just like you would build a business building sneakers or building or, or, uh, selling, uh, cakes or selling, um, uh, tailoring services. You got people, number one, uh, right off the rip. If you're new, they, uh, think that you don't know what you're doing. And, um, then you just have to build that reputation. You have to create value, always serving your customer, um, and their needs. And, and then you'll build that uh, reputation where people start referring you and then hopefully your business will take off. But, uh, for the most part, uh, if that doesn't happen for people, then they just quit. And, um, you know, they, they also believe that their broker is supposed to, uh, make them rich and, um, you know, uh, they need more training and, so on and so forth. <laughs> the, the the laughable thing about that is that people say they want training, they listen to the training, and then they think they know. Um, uh, they either do their own thing anyway, or they use that as an excuse to as to why they're not being they're not successful. You, nobody needs training in this business. Just go out there and do it, and then you'll make mistakes along the way. You'll learn. Obviously, utilize your broker to make sure that you're complying with any legal uh, things that are required as a licensed agent. But, um, you know, I, I come across agents that are very um, uh, brash, let's say, when, um, you know, and, I, and I'll admit that I, I, there's some things that, and situations that I've never been in before, and I might not... Um, follow the procedure. Let's, let's take an example of, uh, you're representing a buyer. They have an accepted offer. And then, you know, there's all these steps that people go through. Um, everybody has, uh, you know, there, there is legally, there's, there's a set of steps that you have that, uh, the buyer and seller have to go through in order to, um, make a transaction happen. But, um, you know, sometimes it, it differs and sometimes preferences come into play. And um, if you're an agent out there, uh, just know that uh, there are new agents out there all the time. And not just, just the new agents. There's agents out there that don't know what the hell they're doing. So um, don't impose your methods or uh, be condescending to people. Um, you know, I, and I, 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 I encounter that all the time. You know, people, um, because I, I've only had my license, oh, well, Actually, now four years. It's amazing I, how time flies. Got my license in 2016. So four years uh, being in this business. Um, thankful to God that I'm still uh, in the business. I um, still need to build it. You know, I've been building it for four years, and I'm still not where I want to be. So for those of you out there that are just starting, it's your first six months, and you don't think you're um, doing well in this business, it's going to take some time. Okay, but um, you know, I have an agent, uh, a listing agent that I'm working with that uh, thinks she knows it all, and then um, you know, I I I tried to explain to her that 
um, you know, we should wait until the point of sale inspection to, uh, um, I'm sorry, wait until the point of sale inspection to negotiate uh, repairs that the seller is going to complete. And then, you know, not, and, and because it's an FHA loan, there's an FHA appraisal and inspection that's required. So that's going to have to occur. So, um, you know, I'm going to have to talk to the buyer and um, explain that process to them. And, you know, they, they're, they're going to have to pay for the appraisal. So uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, to be honest, like any deal, like any offer that gets accepted, um, you shouldn't. Uh, assume that that deal is going to close, okay? Because there's so many things, both on the buyer and seller side, that can cause the deal to um, not uh, close. You know, there's there's always in need of you know repairs of, on a property, um, even if it's brand spanking new. There's things that contractors miss, or you know, as soon as the property is put into um, production. Uh, for somebody to live in, then there's something goes wrong. You know, um, it's nothing's perfect. Everything deteriorates. So, you know, um, if there's repairs that need to be done, you know, usually buyers try to leverage that to reduce the price, uh, sometimes unreasonably. And then the sellers uh, say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll wait for the next buyer to come by. So, um, you know, any deal, especially in commercial, like a deal that that is accepted is really means nothing. Um, you know, we I, I in this business, if you want to um, not ride an emotional roller coaster just because an offer is accepted, doesn't mean that the deal is going to go through. So you just have to uh, go through the step. That I mean, that's 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 only step one. There's like a hundred other steps that you need to go through in order to close a deal. So. Um, you know, just try to keep an even keel, offers accepted, okay, so what? Um, there's all these other things that it, uh, hurdles that have to be overcome in, in order for you to close that deal and then finally make your commission. And I'm, I'm not discouraging you in saying that, you know, um, don't think that every deal is going to uh, not close, but at the same time, you got to, you know, not, not, not get uh, too high on your victories and not get too low on your losses. So um, that'll help you. And I think that's maybe another reason why people uh, quit the business because they can't handle the swing of emotion that happens when you get a deal closed and you make that money and you're, you're really happy and you think that you're the best and so on and so forth. And then that the, the deal that doesn't close or what have you, um, then you're you're down in the dumps. You're depressed. You're ready to kill yourself, or something to that nature. You you can't go. I think it's in any entrepreneur's life. Um, you can't get too high. You can't get too low because there's there's too many highs and lows, and you're you're just going to be killing yourself um, if you let that get to you. So um, you know you you have to have a reason to be in this business. You know, the because in any business, any job, there's going to be shit. There's going to be stuff that you don't like. And the reason why people stay in a business and succeed in a business is because that they, um, you know, the, the, their purpose for being in it uh, supersedes any highs and lows that, that may occur. So, um, but, 
you know, just just for this segment, I, I just want to emphasize, if you're a seasoned agent, you know, just know, you, you, you know that there's new agents out there. So communicate as much as you can, explain um, how you think the process should go, teach them if, if that, that's the case, but don't think that you're always right. Don't be condescending um, because you're going to get caught. Um, like I said, I've been in this business for four or, or brokerage business for four years, but I've been investing for 20. So, you know, don't think that, you know, some, some of these agents have only been in the business, le- obviously less than 20 years and they think they know it all. And they can tell me, you know, just because they learned it in a training, um, what, what it's, what, what the real deal is all, is all about or what have you. So with that, I'm going to leave you, I'm going to publish this episode. Once again, thank you for listening. So humbled that, um, and grateful that anybody is listening to this. Um, this is basically a documentation of my journey, but hopefully within this, um, there is value for somebody out there, um, uh, to listen. So, uh, I, I really thank you. Get a hold of me at Mike Mendoza 216 on Instagram or 440-941-3692. Until then, keep thinking, keep learning, but most importantly, just keep doing.